You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. Now batting for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fan Rock Fantasy Baseball, the host, Al Melchior. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to FanDrag Fantasy Baseball. I'm your host, Al Melchior, and I want to wish everybody a happy Veterans Day and uh, be thinking of all those who uh, have served our country and uh, those who have uh, sacrificed uh, the most for uh, for our country and, and for all of us, uh, so uh, uh, we'll be uh, thinking of you uh, on this Veterans Day. Uh, it's a it's a somber day, uh, a somber time for baseball as well. Uh, we lost uh, one of the best players of his generation this week, and of course, um, talk about uh, Roy Halladay. We also lost a 17 year old prospect to cancer uh, who um, you know had just signed earlier this year uh never uh, even got to see him get close to the majors uh, so lost a couple of, of ball players uh but so, uh, so that's uh, Daniel Flores the uh, Red Sox catching prospect but uh starting with Halliday um I know it was a shock a, sh- a shock to all of us and I just absolutely love to watch Halliday pitch my most vivid memories of watching Roy Halliday pitch were with the Phillies um, in fact, you know, looking over his career stats, I was always uh, surprised to see uh, that he only spent four seasons with the Phillies. Um, you know, so long, long uh, career with the Blue Jays, but uh, you know, probably just uh, skewing that as uh, somebody who lived for a very long time in South Florida was uh, and continues to be a Marlins fan. So I got to see uh, Roy Halladay uh, a lot uh, during the latter part of his career, and will always remember uh, his perfect game against the Marlins and uh, of course also in 2010 the no hitter in the NLDS against the Reds so he will be very very missed uh, by all of us and uh, Daniel Flores uh, unfortunately gone gone far too soon Um, uh, again uh, taken uh, away from uh, us uh, with cancer at just the age of 17 uh, was already at that that young age, one of the Red Sox top prospects, one of the top uh, catching prospects in all of the minors. Uh, so he will be missed. And uh, I also want to uh, extend condolences to the uh, family and, and friends of David Kerr. Uh, we lost somebody in our own fantasy sports community. Uh, so David uh, was a, a podcaster for Fantrax and uh, was was. Well, uh, you know, well liked by all those who uh, he gave advice to, and uh, he's, he'll be a missed part of our community. So um, it was a very somber beginning to today's show, but a lot of big losses this week as well. But uh, uh, we'll be joined later on in the show by uh, Justin Mason of uh, Rotographs and Friends with Fancy Benefits. Uh, love having Justin on the show. We're going to talk about the too early mock. And uh, some news to get to as well. So uh, stick around. Got a lot to come here still. So uh, be right back after the break.
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 Welcome back. This is FanRag Fantasy Baseball. I'm your host, Al Melchior. And uh, as I mentioned uh, in the last segment, I'll be joined a little bit later on in the show by uh, Justin Mason. And uh, really looking forward to this segment because we're going to dig into the two early mocks that uh, he put together and have just provided a great uh, resource for all of us who play fantasy baseball because uh, got a nice big sample of mock drafts from which to uh, get an, an early pulse on how people are valuing uh, you know, pretty much everybody in the player pool. So uh, we're going to highlight a, a few of the players that uh, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of consensus on. And uh, see where I'll see where uh, Justin stands on those players, see if he and I could maybe find some consensus 
Uh, and uh, there's actually quite a bit of news, even though this is you know, probably one of the quieter weeks of the offseason. We'll have free agency uh, getting into full swing uh, fairly soon. We got the general manager meetings coming up uh, next week. But before I dig into any of that, I uh, need to remind you that you can still go to either dailyroto.com or rotoexperts.com to uh, play the free DFS game that Fantasy Sports Radio Network is uh, co-sponsoring with DKMS. So you just go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS or rotoexperts.com slash DKMS and uh, there you can play a free DFS game from Fantasy Draft. Uh, we do a new uh, NFL game every week for the first 16 weeks of the NFL season. And then each of the weekly winners will get to compete against each other in week 17. And then the uh, winner of that final gets to win uh, two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. So it's a, it's a fun game. Uh, I've been uh, playing it. I've made a few appearances lately over on the Tout Wars Hour Show with Justin Mason and Laura Michael. Laura Michaels, excuse me. And um, it's, uh, it's it's been fun. I can't say I've been all that successful, but, you know, you keep trying. You got, uh, got a few more weeks left to uh, get into that final. Anyhow, uh, in addition to the free DFS game, there's all kinds of information there on these sites about DKMS and its mission to fight blood cancer. Uh, you can find out how to become a bone marrow donor. You can find out how to make a donation. Or you can just get information on the organization and uh, and spread word about it and, uh, and their cause uh, for fighting blood cancer. So lots of good stuff there. Just takes a few minutes uh, really to not only to check out the site, but to, to play the game too. So uh, be sure to check that out. All right. Anyway, uh, back to some of the more recent news. And actually, I'll start with the most recent item that came across my Twitter feed just really minutes before the show started. Uh, now, there was a report earlier in the week that four teams are already in on John Carlos Stanton. They've been having preliminary communication with the uh, with the Marlins. Uh, those four teams are the Red Sox, Cardinals, Giants, and Phillies. But the more recent update, again, just uh, I believe just really minutes ago, uh, is that the uh, Giants, or I'm sorry, not the Giants, the Red Sox, their talks with the Marlins are heating up, apparently, according to a report from the Miami Herald. Uh, I have not seen anything more detailed in terms of what that entails, if it's just they're extending their talks, um, if there are particular players involved. I don't know any of those details. All I know is that the Miami Herald is reported that uh, those talks are heating up or maybe heating up actually to make it even more tentative. So, you know, if you can uh, maybe take one of those four teams and make one the, uh, the front runner, maybe it's the Red Sox, but there will certainly, uh, I would think find out more about those particular talks. Uh, I'm sure more will come out about that. And I would ex fully expect that uh, more will probably develop uh, in the next week or so, particularly once the general manager meetings begin. So um, that's going to be obviously something uh, something to watch uh, early on here in the offseason. Also, uh, qualifying offers have been made to nine players. Jake Arrieta, Lorenzo Cain, Alex Cobb, Wade Davis, Greg Holland, 
Eric Hosmer, Lance Lynn, Mike Moustakis, and Carlos Santana. Those are all the players that got qualifying offers this year. Uh, it's a one-year deal this time around for $17.4 million. Uh, I would think that none of those players would accept. Now, we've had five players accept over the last two years. Um, but nobody looks like a really great candidate. And the only reporting that I've seen in terms of any one of them and, and any indication of which way they're going was Alex Cobb sort of intimated he was looking for a five-year deal. Uh, I don't have the, the exact quote in front of me, uh, but it was something to the effect of it's a decision that's going to affect his nat- next five years. So that that seems to be a pretty solid hint that he's probably not going to take the one year for uh, $17.4 million for the Rays. Uh, so anyhow... Uh, we will find out by this Thursday uh, who, if anybody, is going to accept that one-year offer and stay put with their uh, with their most recent team. Uh, some news in the uh, Shohei Itani, uh possible uh, free agency. He does intend to play for an MLB team next season, and uh, his current team, the Nippon Ham Fighters, uh, which I, I know I really put the wrong emphasis there because they're not ham fighters. It's Nippon, Nippon ham fighters. Uh, but it's so much more fun to think of the team as fighting ham. Uh, anyways, they will allow him to use the posting system. But the uh, uh, Major League Baseball Players Association has yet to sign off on uh, any sort of agreement. Uh, there are concerns, uh, as uh, if you've been following this at all, you know there's concerns about the salary that if Otani waits two more years, he can certainly make a lot more money under the current rules. So that whole situation's being, uh, you know, being worked out. But uh, you know, at least we're it looks like we're a step or two closer to seeing Otani in the major leagues uh, for next season. And also bear in mind he had ankle surgery uh, just last month. So uh, I don't honestly think that's going to affect his uh, market very much one way or the other, but uh, did have some injury issues in, in 2017. Uh, we had uh, on the show last week, see Trent Rosecrans from the Cincinnati Inquirer. And one of the players we talked about was Nick Senzel and where he fits into the Reds plans next year. And I think Trent hinted at this or, or maybe just outright said it that, uh, the Reds are open to having him change positions or maybe play a bunch of different positions be a super utility-type player. And there's a report in the last couple of days from MLB.com that the plan is to have Senzel play multiple positions during spring training. So he's primarily a third baseman, but he could get some time at second base. He could see some time in the outfield corners. He probably will start the year at AAA Louisville, but... Perhaps since there is no obvious opening for Senzel, uh, you know, I would think at uh, some point early on in the season that, uh, you know, that just might be the role that he has. So you can look at that at a a couple of different ways, of course. Um, But I I, I look at it as an encouraging sign that he has the versatility and they're going to groom him to, you know, be uh, versatile and, and, you know, maybe, maybe even be more versatile. And that'll give more more of a chance to play because there's just not a, an obvious uh, place to uh, to move him. Even with the uh, the likely departure of uh, Zach Cozart, who did not get a qualifying offer, by the way. So uh, don't really see him going back to uh, to Cincinnati. Uh, 
And um, then, you know, Senzel, you, you might think, you know, maybe uh, there'd be, be a way to move uh, Eugenio Suarez to shortstop. But you know, when I asked Trent about that, he pretty much nipped that idea in the bud. Um, so he said, you know, more likely that uh, you'll have uh, Suarez continue to play at third base and Jose Peraza playing over at shortstop. And then you got Scooter Jeanette who broke out at second base last year. So that's why I say you know, there's just no clear place. And Trent and I also talked about the log jam that there is in the Reds outfield. So maybe this is the best way for Sinzel to have a fantasy impact in 2018, to be a super utility player. Looks to be on course for that. Uh, Cuban outfielder Julio Pablo Martinez is petitioning Major League Baseball for free agency, and he is scheduling a showcase for sometime in December. Uh, he is considered to be one of the uh, top uh, talents coming out of Cuba. He has uh, maintained residency in Haiti, so uh, he is eligible to petition for free agency. So that seems to be moving along. He's 21 years old, probably not quite ready for the majors, but certainly would be somebody to target in dynasty formats. And maybe in deeper formats, there'd be a chance he could come up later in 2018. It's getting way ahead of ourselves, I know. But um, that is uh, something to follow uh, in the next, certainly the next month or so, uh, if he does uh, have this showcase as he has scheduled it. So uh, in any event, there are a few more news items, but i uh, got to wrap up here for another break. And uh, when we come back, we'll come, come back with Justin Mason. Rotographs and Friends with Fantasy Benefits. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, early, early mocks and what they mean for player value. So stick around. We will be right back. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe, and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. I'm tired of Odell Beckham, but against the Chargers with Jason Verrett out and Eli throwing it 50 times, he is going to see some opportunity. I don't think it's a great matchup this week, but 15 targets last game, 13 targets the game before. He is dealing with a finger issue besides that ankle issue. I am Wah! looking for Wah! And then that's good. I don't have to root for him either. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. 
Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure that's 800-625-4922 thermospas hot tubs designed to improve your life call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of zero percent apr financing draft world fantasy sports brings the games to you with real cash prizes kick off your season choose your league draft your players or let draft world's quick pick wizard get you started then turn your knowledge into cash draft world offers low commissions on all fantasy sports cash prizes are paid as each league ends automatically and every day a new draft world season starts it's the world's way to play fantasy sports draftworld.com Fantasy Freestyle. The Cam Newton, man, what a D-bag. It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. The reporter comes back and says, I actually don't think it's funny to be a female talking about routes. I think it's my job. It's actually funny to hear him talk about routes with his 43.3 QBR. I think it's ridiculous that Cam Newton would say this. I am no longer talking about hashtag all quarterbacks matter. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rate, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Welcome back. You're listening to FanRack Fantasy Baseball. I'm your host, Al Melchior, and joining me for this segment, uh, a host uh, on a show, sort of, I guess you could say the brother show on the uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network here, the Tout Wars Hour with Laura Michaels, uh, also uh, writes for Rotographs, Fantasy Alarm, and of course, Friends with Fantasy Benefits. Justin Mason, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back on. Yeah, yeah, it has been a while. Uh, glad to have you have you back, and uh, you know, not a moment too soon because you've you've got the off season started uh, with a bang with all those uh, too early mocks. So, uh, can you maybe? I know I've talked about it quite a bit on the show here, but for people who maybe missed some of those earlier uh, episodes, haven't been keeping up with it, uh, what's the 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 gist of the uh, too early mocks? 
Well, the idea is it gets a little boring to talk about fantasy baseball in October. I mean, we're watching the playoffs, uh, but there's not a whole lot you can really glean from that unless you're trying to come up with some hot takes. So what I started doing a couple years ago was putting together really, really early mock drafts before people had projections done, before people had ranks done, when you're pretty much just going based off of your gut and what you can kind of come up with on the fly. Uh, And this year I decided to kind of ratcheted up a a bunch of notches and put four together instead of one or two. Uh, And it was really interesting because it gave me an opportunity to put together somewhat of an AP. Yeah, no, and it's, you know, I have, as an analyst, I've found it incredibly useful. Uh, I know others have too. And, um, you know, now that we, you know, the the drafts, uh, you know, they took a while, uh, you know, the the later rounds. And, uh, but, you know, that we have the final results in, you summarize them over on, on Rotographs. And um, there were a few players that really stood out to me. I mean, I figured there were going to be some players where there wasn't really a, a whole lot of consensus. But I thought that some of the ones with the biggest spreads, uh, you know, from one mock to the other to the other to the other <laughs> across the four mocks uh, were, you know, they really had some interesting results. So um, if you're ready, let's uh, break down a few of these. Uh, Elvis Andrews. 43rd overall after being the top-ranking uh, Roto shortstop this past year in 2017. And uh appears some people are buying it and other people not so much. 40-point uh, spread, or I'm sorry, 30-point spread uh, for Andrews uh, across the four mocks. So where do you, uh, where, where, how do you value him going into the, uh, the coming year? He's kind of an enigma because if you look at his splits over the course of the month to month, uh, he was pretty consistent with the power. I mean, he hit uh, either, you know, anywhere from two to four home runs. He only had one month where he hit two. Uh, Most months he hit three or four. So it wasn't like this all came in like one huge bunch. Uh, And he definitely, he had an approach change. He swung more outside of the zone, swung more, period. Uh, I just worry that if he continues with this approach, there's no way he can sustain that almost 300 average we've seen uh, the last two years. At 297 uh, this last year and, and three, 302 the year before. But before that, he would have been pretty much 270 to 250 uh, something. So I think that if he continues with his approach, the average is going to drop. And I'm a little worried be- that the stolen base numbers kind of totally keeled off in the second half. In the second half. He had 20 mm-hmm. stolen bases in the first half only five in the second half. Where did that speed go? It wasn't like he was hitting for more power in, in, in those months either. He actually had less home runs in the last two months of the season than he did in the first, uh, the first few. So um, I think I'm towards the bottom end of that ADP. Uh, I, I think someone took him 32nd overall. I think that is saying, I believe that this power is going to come back. The average is going to stick and you might actually get more stolen bases than you did the year before. I think I'm more. I, th- I think I'm more in the area of he's going to hit 12 to 15 home runs, put up like a 275 average, uh, and still steal your 25 bags, which has a lot of value at shortstop. But I don't think he's a top 50 player. Okay, yeah, and you know you talked about that range. Now the high was 32nd, uh, but really there was pretty much zero consensus here because across mm-hmm. the four mocks, 32nd, 46th, 51st, 62, and. Um, you know, the, the next shortstop in terms of the overall ranking was Gene Segura, 50th, not that far behind Andrews. And it just strikes me that whatever drop-off you think there might be, I don't think there's that much risk 
and going for Andrews if if you know Gene Segura is the next one on the board. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. I mean, Segura is not one of those guys that's necessarily going to uh, win you your team, your uh, <laughs> your fantasy championship. So uh, if you, if you feel confident that Andrews can re- repeat, I, I have no problem going after him around pick fifty. Okay. Well, uh, sticking at the middle infield here, Jonathan Scope had a big year. Um, and again, there's uh, varying views, at least in these four drafts. Uh, so he's 46th overall, but you had one owner take him 34th overall. So, you know, consider that uh, in a 12 team league, that'd be still uh, within the first three rounds. Uh, 42nd was the next highest. And then. The other two, much later, 59th and 64th. Uh, so can you pick a side here? <laughs> this is hard because I've always been a huge Jonathan Scope fan, and I've taken him higher than his ADP uh, the last few years. I just don't know if I can get behind him being a top 50 pick. He feels like there is a huge range of outcomes kind of guy. Uh, we know he's going to hit for power, but there's no way he hits 293 again. Uh, he's been, um, you know, if you're playing in an on-base percentage league, uh, he's had, you know, either a sub or around 300 OBP the previous two seasons to this one. Uh, you got to think that maybe that it goes back down closer to that. I think I would feel better about him just outside of the top 50 as opposed to inside it. Uh, but if you believe in average... Uh, I mean, he he's put up these numbers in a fantastic ballpark. He's going to continue to put up at least the power numbers. So I guess there's a level of safety there. I just I just am so afraid the average will crater. Yeah, well, the, you and I are thinking exactly alike on this because I think that really helped his value a lot. I mean, he did have a huge uh, power and run production season, but uh, that 293 average was built on the back of a 330 BABIP, and this is somebody who just does not profile it in any way as somebody who's going to be above average in that regard. So, yeah, I just uh, – I I can't go with the, uh, you know, those who, who took him, uh, you know, within the first four rounds or so. Uh, well, how about uh, Andrew Benintendi? Uh, really divergent views uh, on, on his value. He was 56th overall, but nobody was even really right around there. He had two people taking him 40th overall – one taking him 72nd, one taking him 80th. So um, I just think this is interesting just maybe in terms of what, you know, what it says, uh, you know, that we can project all kinds of growth onto him. And I guess, uh, you know, some people are, are more confident about that than others. I think it, 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 that's exactly what it is, is I think there were people in – Two of the four mock drafts that really saw what he put up this number, a 2020 season, uh, played a full season, did it with a decent average, uh, and go, well, this guy's young. There's more to grow. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that. I think he's much more of a Christian Yelich type where the numbers aren't going to ever be eye-popping, but the floor is so safe. And for that reason, I kind of like him. I don't know if I like him as high as pick 40, but around pick... 60 brown 55 uh i think he's gonna end up on a number of my teams this year because i just think unlike scope range of outcomes is is pretty narrow you know what you're going to get from a guy like andrew benatendi yeah well that's funny just because i didn't put it in the, in the notes for this show but i was going to ask you who do you prefer andrew benatendi <laughs> or christian yelich because yeah i think they're very comparable 
Yeah, I mean, I, I take Ben Attendee because he plays in the American League. Uh, we have no idea what that Marlins team is going to look like a few months from now. Uh, he may he may just beat he, him and Ozuna may be the only two left on that team. Uh, and that could be pretty ugly for his counting stats. So I'm going to go with Ben Attendee, better park, better league, uh, better team. So, uh, But I think they are virtually uh, kind of uh, photocopies of each other. Yeah, well, also in that same neighborhood because Yelich is is not far behind him in these overall uh, composite rankings based on these mocks. Uh, But uh, Ryan Braun came in 60th, so four points behind Ben Attendee overall. But again, huge spread with an earliest pick of 36, um, a couple picks in the 70s. So, uh, you know, do you you think he's toast? Do you think that those uh, owners that took it wait till the 70s uh, or you know the owners that didn't even you know that that waited and waited and let him go to the seventies. Do you think that they're onto something, or do you think he's going to be a big value? I mean, for him, it's all about health. Do you do you believe that at thirty four years old, because he's going to be thirty four uh, next Friday, um, that he can continue to put out seasons in which he gets at least 130, 140 games, which he's done through 2014, 2016. Last year, 100 games. That's a hard, especially if you're playing in deeper formats, that's a hard guy to roster. Um, and it's yeah. not like he does anything extremely special. I think he's I think he's a really nice piece. If I can get him in the 70s, I'm stoked. But I'm yeah. not pulling a trigger on him as a, as a top 40, top 50, even top 60 player. Okay, well, and, and a really even bigger split for John Lester, 118 uh, uh, places between his earliest pick, 47th, and some some league let him uh, go to 165. Um, so I think we've got just about a minute left here, so uh, I'm just going to have to ask you, uh, uh, where, where would you place Lester in terms of uh, ranking? I think I'd do it right about the spot where the second mock had him. Put him, you know, right at pick 100. Uh, I still think there is stuff left in the gas. This was just, I, th- I think there obviously was something going on with him, either head-wise or injury-wise, that led to this. The, the skills aren't what they used to be, but there's no reason to see a guy like him going outside the top 100. All right. Well, very good, Justin. Well, uh, thank you again for uh, providing these mocks and for breaking them down for us here. You can uh, see Justin on Twitter at, at JustinMasonFWFP. Thanks again, Justin. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series. And right now, you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. Roto experts in the morning. 
one had any idea the Lions' defense would be serviceable, much less good. The defense played well, but you also have to understand they held that, that was Case Keenum. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not saying Case Keenum is Brett Favre. I don't, I don't right? think you can discredit Detroit, though, to be even to be a no, respectable defense. Not going to hold any team down to seven points like that, and he was still doing it while Davlin Cook was in the game, and, you know, they have two very good wide receivers. I think you got to give him some sort of credit. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559-800-894-5559-800-894-5559. Welcome back. This is FanRag Fantasy Baseball. I'm your host, Al Melchior, and... And once again, I'd like to thank Justin Mason from uh, Rotographs and Fantasy Alarm and Friends with Fantasy Benefits for uh, joining me for that last segment. Uh, really could have easily gone a lot longer there because there's just so much interesting uh, data in these two early mock results. Uh, one thing I think I did fail to mention, because uh, you should definitely check these out, um, is that they are available on Rotographs. So probably the uh, well, I could give you the uh, the address. It's a little lengthy, but it's uh, Fangraphs.com/slash/fantasy/slash/2018-hyphen-to-early-hyphen-mock-hyphen-drafts-hyphen-vital-hyphen-adp. So yeah, that's really long. So the my easier thing might be just to go to the Rotographs main page and find Justin's author page, and it's the first piece uh, for right now on Justin's page. Um, so it's really cool to check out. And again, you find these things like people just being completely split on, uh, on John Lester. So I know we're a long, long way from draft day, but you can, you know, kind of, uh, set your own expectations for some of these players where there, there isn't a lot of consensus and, uh, you know, try to figure out where, where you land on it, you know, or alternatively some there, there's a good deal of consensus on some players. I wouldn't have expected it. Uh, expected there to be. Uh, Whit Merrifield is 66th overall, which frankly is higher than I would have thought uh, across these four mock drafts. Uh, but there's uh, one league where he went 54th, and that's a bit of an outlier. But the other three, 66th, 70th, 72nd. So 
there seems to be consensus among this group. And again, you know, bear in mind, this is not, these are four drafts, but they're four drafts with 15 owners a piece. So this is in a way sort of a consensus of, of 60 owners. And in this group, there seems to be some sort of consensus that Whit Merrifield is yeah, roughly the you know, 70th, uh, should be the 70th player taken off the board. Uh, I, you know, I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, when I hear people talking about Whit, Whit uh, Mary, excuse me, Whit Merrifield, it's not that hard to say. Uh, when I've heard people talking about him, they really dismissed the power increase. Uh, he seems to be the first player a lot of people go to when they talk about uh, whatever the the sources of the increase in power. I mean, I think most people that I've heard and read blame the ball. But, uh, you know, whatever it is, they say, well, you know, with, with this explosion of power, which may not be duplicated in 2018, you know, look at somebody like Whit Merrifield. He's, he seems to be the first name that always gets mentioned. And I'm not so sure that uh, we can chalk it all up to that. So, um, you know, that, that deserves a deeper dig on my part. But, you know, you can go through these ADPs uh, that Justin put together on Rotographs and, um, you know, Find the players that have interesting patterns, patterns you might not have expected, and, and you know, then you can judge for yourself. So, uh, anyways, very, very uh, long uh, <laughs> uh, sort of uh, recommendation there, but uh, I, I think it's it's worthwhile to check out. Um, also, want to point out that uh, over on FanRag Sports, uh, just went up fairly, fairly recently, uh, John Heyman, he and an expert have made predictions about the top 80 free agents, what their contracts will be, uh, both amount and duration, and uh, some predictions for where they might wind up. So um, check that out as well. Uh, that's you know probably less fantasy relevant, unless maybe you have to make some early keeper decisions on, on some free agents and you want to know where they might wind up. But um, anyhow, that's a, a good thing to check out as well uh, from John Heyman on FanRag Sports. And uh, let me get back to the news because there are a couple of items that I didn't pick up uh, in the earlier segment when I was running through some of the recent news. One of them, uh, the Twins are interested in possibly bringing back Brandon Kinsler, who is a free agent, was traded at the deadline, of course, to the Nationals, and they, they could bring him back. So that would make that uh, bullpen picture pretty interesting. Of course, the Twins, it's reported, maybe maybe big players uh, on the market, not just uh, in relief, but also for, for starting pitching. So be interesting to see how, how that develops for them. And another really interesting story, uh, for this from Mark Carrick of Newsday, that the Mets might go with an eight-man bullpen this season. And the reason for that is because they may plan to restrict their starters, other than Noah Syndergaard and Jacob deGrom, limit their starters to only facing a batter, batting order two times through. So this is kind of the uh, the coda to uh, the postseason where we saw starters frequently pulled early, uh, teams taking a, a bullpen approach. And so apparently the Mets are interested in uh, trying that out for, for the 2018 season. And right before I started on this show, I was going to talk about this piece from Mark Carrick anyway, but then uh, I saw a series of tweets from uh, Diane Firstman and uh, 
sure a lot of you probably follow Diane on Twitter. If you don't, you should. She's got a lot of great baseball stats and, and trivia, um, interesting stuff. And she put a series of tweets, uh, and uh, just to you know, give you the, the gist of it, uh, one of them says, third time through order is not the Mets starting pitcher problem. It's pitches per inning. That's the issue. Mets starting pitchers had the NL worst 17.36 pitches per inning average. And this dovetails with some research that I did for something I'm going to talk about later on uh, in the show, which was I was looking at defenses and pitcher BABIPs by team because uh, that was something I wanted to circle back on after the season ended because in 2016, the Cubs, uh, of course, that World Series run, a big part of the success was the pitching, but also the defense and the, really the interaction between the two. And the Cubs had the lowest BABIP, the Cubs staff had the lowest BABIP in the major leagues. And so there was some anticipation coming into 2017. Our pitchers, like Kyle Hendricks in particular, I know he was a target uh, of the scrutiny, Jake Arrieta, John Lester, are they going to regress? Is the the defense really going to be that good? I'm going to get back to that question later in the show. But the Mets had uh, one of the worst defenses in the majors, and as Diane points out in her uh, Twitter feed, they were last in the National League in defensive efficiency. So that certainly played a role in that very high pitches per inning uh, ratio that they had. So, you know, this uh, could, could go a lot of different ways for the Mets. You know, maybe they will address some defensive shortcomings. Um, you know, maybe they'll still go with this plan with the, the eight-man bullpen. But, uh, you know, there's, it's certainly something that has to be addressed one way or another, another by the Mets. And it's also just interesting, too, from a trend perspective to see if other teams get on board and what that means for fantasy because, as it is, innings eaters are pretty much at a premium. And uh, if this uh, kind of thinking really becomes more of a trend, they're going to become uh, even more so. And what's that going to mean then maybe for long relievers? You know, Chad Green became sort of a trendy guy in deeper leagues, and for very good reason. He could give you a strike. He had great ratios. If you were in a league that was deep enough that closers weren't readily available, he was probably your next best choice. So is the uh, Chad Green type of reliever going to become more in vogue and, and maybe to the point where maybe they become in vogue in uh, leagues that aren't so deep. So there's all kinds of uh, potential impacts for fantasy uh, with teams. And of course the Mets uh, most recently uh, talking about going in the direction of a, of a bigger bullpen and fewer innings being allotted to their starters. And, you know, and maybe it'll even make some starters uh, more valuable by going shorter because they won't be going through the, the order the third time and they may have, have better ratios. Uh, and that's going to you know, maybe affect how you, you play ERA and whip versus strikeouts. So uh, a lot to dig into there. It's, I'm going to add that to my ever-growing list of off-season projects uh, to look into. So um, anyway, anyway, as I mentioned, I did do a little digging on some defensive stats, and partly because it was something that I wanted to do once the season ended. And with it this week, the Gold Gloves, Gold Glove winners being announced – uh, just seemed like the perfect time to do it. So 
in case you need a refresher or you missed uh, those those announcements. And the National League, Tucker Barnhart was your Gold Glove catcher. Paul Goldschmidt was your Gold Glove first baseman. DJ LeMahieu second base. Nolan Arenado uh, winning at third base. Brandon Crawford your Gold Glove winner at shortstop for the NL, and then the outfield was uh, Jason Hayward, Andres Enciarte, and Marcelo Zuna, and Zach Granke winning it for pitchers in the AL. Another sort of surprise to go along with Tucker Barnhart in the NL. Martin Maldonado was your Gold Glove catcher in the AL. Eric Hosmer winning uh, at first base. Brian Dozier winning his first uh, Gold Glove for second base. Uh, third base was Evan Longoria. Shortstop, Andrelson Simmons. No big surprise there. And then the outfield was Alex Gordon, Byron Buxton. That was his first. And Mookie Betts. And I had talked on this show during the season about Buxton maybe being a boon for twin pitchers because he was so good defensively. So now he's been rewarded for it. And rounding it out, Marcus Stroman winning the AL uh, Gold Glove for pitchers. So uh, anyway... Uh, gonna had to break one last time here, but, uh, for the last segment, I want to go back and take a look at the Cubs and see exactly how defense impacted them this year and what role that might've played with them coming up a little bit, uh, short for a back-to-back championship, but look at the teams that might've been the closest to approximating the 2016 Cubs in 2017. So all that coming up in the segment to come right after this break. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and 200000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. 
Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts exclusive Edge Fantasy Football in-season package featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts exclusive Edge in-season package. The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money, and lots of it, by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire, too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Welcome back. This is FanRag Fantasy Baseball. I'm Al Melkier, the host of the show. And I'm going to pick right up where I left off, talking about defense and pitching. And this discussion dovetails pretty nicely with uh, what I was talking about with the Mets earlier and their plan to shorten most of their starters' uh, outings, not allow them to face a, a lineup for the third time, get an extra arm in the bullpen. Now, the Mets had uh, out of the 30 teams the 29th highest BABIP rate uh, their staff that is their pitching staff uh, 319 the only team that was worse was the Tigers they were at 320 and those two teams were really the only two in the major leagues that were much above the major league uh, average BABIP they were uh, the only ones in the uh, 310 or higher in fact um, so the Mets really do have an almost unique uh thing to to deal with this offseason uh in terms of finding some way to to help their pitchers out and defense uh would would certainly be a big part of that but um you know last year going to the other extreme the cubs of course you know they they won the world series they you know dominated throughout the year 
had great pitching, had great defense, you know, all over the diamond. And they had by far the lowest BABIP in the majors. It was 255. Nobody was close to that. This year, there really was no Cubs. The team with the lowest BABIP uh, for a pitching staff in the majors was the Yankees at 280, which is better than average, but not, you know, not uh, in any extreme way. And then the, the Dodgers and White Sox were right behind them at 281. So, uh, you know, as we go through those uh, winners of the gold gloves, you know, you would think a team like the Angels, for example, you know, Martin Maldonado, uh, Andrelton Simmons, Cal- Cole Calhoun was a finalist, uh, didn't win a gold glove. But, uh, you know, you would think that they would really help uh, a pitcher out. And their team, BABIP, was 289. So it was a little better than average. And uh, the Reds, uh, right around average, just a slightly under at 296. Again, another team with, with a lot of good defenders. Um, but, you know, what we did find with the Cubs is that uh, John Lackey, Jake Arrieta, and Kyle Hendricks all had BABIPs that were well below average. Now, I think in the case of Arietta and Hendricks in particular, maybe you could chalk that up to their ability to locate really well and pitch in areas that are not high BABIP areas that you know are not easy to uh, to make hard contact. But uh, I think you certainly have to factor in that Kyle Schwarber got a whole bunch of innings in left field, which he didn't, uh, obviously, in 2016. Uh, the defensive metrics would suggest that Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, and Jason Hayward all had worse seasons this year than last year. So I think that did have some impact on the Cubs staff this year. Uh, and in particular, John Lester, I think, who... Uh, of, of all the starters had had the highest BABIP. But if we go to teams like the Angels and the Reds, you know, it could bode well for, uh, you know, for example, Luis Castillo, who I talked about last week with uh, Trent, uh, see Trent Rosecrans. And uh, certainly a, a fantastic talent, but he's, he's not, you know, certainly not hurt by the defense that's behind him. So, uh, you know, if you have any sort of doubts about Castillo being able to build on or, or even maintain what he did last year, uh, that that defense should help him out, or somebody like Parker Bridwell, who seemed to overperform, but uh, you know, as a fly ball pitcher with a really good defensive outfield behind him, you know maybe uh, that's something that can be maintained. Anyway, food for thought, uh, just really a first step. I will dig into this issue uh, again at some point this uh, this off season. But uh, thank you so much for joining me today, and again, a happy Veterans Day to all out there. And uh, a big thank you to, uh, to all of our veterans. And uh, I will be back here again, same time, same Fantasy Sports Radio Network next Saturday. Uh, so stay tuned for the producers and have a great week. <laughs>